Welcome to the Life Self Mastery Podcast, where we bring in entrepreneurs who have created online businesses and improved their lifestyles. Here's your host, Rohit Malhotra. Hi, everyone. This is Rohit from Life Self Mastery. And today, I'm excited to have Siddharth Alawalia, who's a co-founder of Shiro's and Baby Gogo, uh, among among other startups, and is also a fellow podcaster at 100X Entrepreneur. Siddhartha is an alumni of IIIT Gwalior. Welcome to the show, Siddhartha. Thank you, Rohit. It's a pleasure. Yeah, so uh, Siddhartha, you know, uh, you, uh, you've been part of uh, big startups like Baby Gogo and Shiro's. How did you get into the crazy world of startups? So interestingly, uh, uh, I didn't knew about what the term startup is. When I started up, so it was a bunch of guys, you know, in Triple IT Gwalior where I was doing my five-year integrated program of bachelor's and masters, and right. in around 2007, 2008, and we were interning at IIM Mumbai, me and my uh, fellow batchmates. So we were seeing a lot of entrepreneurial energy there. So we thought, hey, why not start our own venture? And this was, you know, just like kids uh, wishing for the moon. And we right. said, why not? We can also do it when these I am, you know, grads can do it. Who are much senior right. to us. So then we started working on our first idea, which was a, a hospital management software, as well as, you know, how do you manage uh, a doctor's waiting room, like a place a TV inside a doctor's waiting room. And the, the India has a huge waiting area for doctors where 50, 60 patients are waiting, especially in tier two cities. We thought, hey, we can build something useful for us. So we started something in third year. By the time fifth year, we got in fifth year end. Uh, uh, me and my three friends, uh, we had won a few B plan competitions, but no real customers though until that point in time. Uh, what we were advised by you know fellow senior alumni who had become entrepreneurs that participate in as many B plan competitions. So that's what we did, and uh, we realized that the, by the end of fifth year, we are all from the like middle class families. We had. family responsibilities our family had hopes that you know these guys will go into jobs so we dumped that idea and uh, i went into amdocs that's a israeli telecom software company right. uh, worked there for 9 months as a software engineer and uh, then you know again i was not satisfied because the idea which i had started in college uh, was you know hitting me inside i was not satisfied And so, you know, one day I contacted my uncle. Hey, uh, this is the idea which I have. You know, what should I do regarding it? Like, it's not letting me sleep because right. I was passionate for healthcare. One of the reasons being, um, you know, when I was eight years old, uh, my pediatrician uh, in Meerut. So I belong to a tier two town called Meerut. Uh, so my pediatrician gave me medicines for malaria where I had a typhoid. So that okay. was a misdiagnosis, and that caused severe allergies and asthma. So I, you know, I thought this healthcare system is screwed up because of my personal experience. I should do something regarding it. So my uncle said, "Yeah, why don't you jump jump in? You know, let's leave your job, and uh, you know, best become partners." He was in USA, so he was financing the venture. So we went ahead, you know, developed the full fledged solution, piloted with a few doctors in Meerut. But by the time after one and a half year, our product hit the market. Uh, it was a large. Like hospital management solution is a large system. My uncle lost his job in US. It was around okay. 2013 time frame where there was a lot of job cuts in US. 
and that's why we had to shut down the venture but i didn't give up i thought you know the passion is still burning i had just to figure out how do i make my ends meet and find like a solid set of co-founders for it and develop something you know which is not so big like it doesn't require so many permissions throughout a hierarchy of a hospital to deploy it so right. i went ahead and you know uh, because i had known a few doctors i started asking them what are the problems which you are facing in clinic which can provide a seamless experience to a patient in terms of medical records uh, retrieval and you know lower the chances of misdiagnosis which happened with me uh, that uh, uh, led to me to you know build adodoc which was my second venture the first one was called i visualize group which i developed with my uncle second one was adodoc and uh, I, i couldn't so i thought you know this time ahead i'll do the business complete end to end business part of the venture and i'll find co-founders who are better than me at technology so that was around 2013 time like uh, second half of 2013 i went ahead and uh, you know looked out for co-founders in delhi area but i couldn't find you know at that point of time like great tech people so i went to bangalore where i had never been to bangalore before so thought this is a place where they call for you know great tech energy i was able to witness that you know people sharing knowledge with each other at conferences the people having like jss javascript meetups throughout bangalore i thought hey this is a great city you know let me camp here for one month stay at my friend's house and look for co-founders who you could share the same vision and fortunately at one event called beer droid where i was presenting mockups for my clinic management software called adodoc i met satyadeep and saurabh so satyadeep and saurabh they both from iit guwahati they were working in microsoft and oracle respectively and they were demoing their uh, you know app so we okay. teamed up uh, you know after few coffee meetings over a couple of months and we launched a solution in mera uh, it had 100 paying doctors which was a full fledged clinic management solution uh, for doctors and uh, 5 lakh patient data 500000 patient data was registered through our uh, solution and then we get got you know funding from rajul garg so rajul oh, wow. garg dr anurudh malpani and a few other good angel investors like the founders of fortis the founders of cloud9 hospitals they invested in us and uh, the solution was taking off simultaneously because we used to wait in clinics for these doctors like we were treated like mrs because if you are trying to sell to doctor anything like you have to wait along with medical representatives Uh, in the waiting area of a doctor so we used to talk to mothers because most of our doctors were pediatricians and okay. they interestingly pointed out that we were not solving a large part of a problem like we were solving you know how to prevent misdiagnosis through digital records and our mothers could have access to all patient prescription on their mobile growth charts vaccine records but they say hey uh, we as new mothers and educated mothers uh, Uh, need more doctor time because we don't go by old advice of the grandparents like which is uh, home remedies per se we want more scientific answers to our queries and as new mothers first time mothers we have thousands of questions and on google whatever we try to find out we type in a query like my child has 101 temperature and he is not eating anything uh, i'm i'm getting five year old articles because they are good seo and the doctor doesn't pick up my phone because he has 5000 patients right so can you solve for this you know where i can get 
immediate answer to my child health query so we thought this is a nice problem to solve then and we then piloted with the 5000 mothers the top 5000 mothers we had in uh, the previous like adodoc the medical record platform uh, the, the, the venture took off like mothers started asking questions regarding it we had a network of 100 more than 100 doctors the doctors because they wanted to uh, do their marketing by word of mouth more and appear like they are solving real problems so that new patients could get in they were answering these questions and soon what happened is mothers learned very quickly by doctors responses by reading on the app and they are started answering questions so in a day in a let's say in one year time of starting uh, this app which is baby gogo community of mothers solving medical health record queries regarding the child it had daily 1000 questions were being asked which had 3000 answers 80% of the answers questions were you know answered by mother other mothers and 20% required medical attention which doctors were answering so that's how you know our first venture like the third venture i would say which really took off and within two years of this venture we started getting multiple acquisition offers so we thought that hey how do you you know grow this venture further so we had right. solved the community aspect really well like we have cracked the thesis how to build a community you know by user solving each other problems like it was cora for mothers hey? so we thought you know can we build out let's say cora for only women because they have a different set of problems but then we met sairi chahal who was founder of shiros and she right. said you know i have more resources and you know i can help you scale your vision further and till then shiros was a jobs platform for women so baby gogo then got acquired or you can say merged with shiros our investors got a positive irr exit from the venture and the three co-founders of baby gogo joined as co-founders of shiros and since then you know we have been building shiros like able to replicate our vision what we had like built thousand baby gogos for women inside shiros for each and every aspect we had earlier cracked parenting now we built for women health built for careers built for uh, hobbies you know wherever you can find you know women can solve each other problem through community building on mobile yeah that's been my journey and around 8 to 9 months back i realized that during the 7 years you know many entrepreneurial phases you know during these three four ventures that uh, the biggest challenge i had faced was raising funds because uh, you as an entrepreneur put a lot of time to raise funds because you know that if you have funds you can scale a venture very quickly right and uh, though we we had raised you know 500000 dollars at baby gogo from investors like rajul and few million dollars at shiros from large pe investors like lumis but my learning was is still i am not able to get you know how to understand an investor's mind and i asked when i asked around other entrepreneurs they had the same challenge except that right. those you know you can see you know 0.01 percentile who could get you know let's say urban clap or oyo were able to get large amount of funding but the, the rest were still perplexed you know how to understand investors better so i started a 100x entrepreneur podcast series where i right. interview a venture capitalist every week and share a podcast it delves deep into the mind of a venture vc you know how he thinks how he operates what are his thesis okay interesting so you know your story is full of full of grit and determination you know and um, you know uh, we'll get down to the 100x entrepreneur podcast but i wanted to understand how did you get you know you had more than 1 million 
mothers on on baby gogo's platform mm-hmm. so any sort of viral marketing or you know what sort of engagement activities did you do to to get that kind of numbers uh, n- a number of engagements on on the platform so uh, for example once we had first 5000 mothers on the platform right? right so it's a chicken and egg problem so first so in our case because we had a previous venture where we had patient records already on our system and patient had already installed the our app for uh, child uh, health records so the first 5000 mother when they started asking questions uh, we we index those questions on google and these are like you know this is a tip for all the entrepreneurs building communities on web or mobile so if you index these questions which are among the users the other users you know the larger market outside your solution which you haven't talked uh, you know talked to is already finding you know you will realize uh, these questions trying to find out the answers on google and you if you yeah. index them properly you you have a good seo team of one two people so you, these questions and because they have good answers lengthy answers by other users google starts ranking these content higher so what happens is when other mothers start finding type their question then find out baby go go through this uh, and they themselves you know either answer or ask a similar question the ranking on se se or it's a google page starts climbing up and that's how within a as i said within a short period of time because we were able to fulfill the demand and supply as well because mothers were asking and either mothers and doctors were answering and the, all right. this content was getting seo so quickly we had 1000 questions per day and 3000 answers daily on them so if you can imagine in a year's time you would have 365000 questions and almost 1 million answers in a year's time so that's a wow. huge amount of content you know Uh, anybody who's you know listening here for building communities can generate organically and then if you seo it google users will find you rather than you know you have to re- you reaching out to users correct and uh, were you also able to monetize uh, the product absolutely so we we from our first venture adopt because we were selling to doctors and you know we were selling to all kinds of doctors who were paying us good money who like we had fees of around 200 to 300000 based to 200 to 300 uh, rupees or uh, sorry dollars like 18 12000 to 18000 rupees a year uh, right. and some doctors would you know expect like a five star service from us because they were paying us this much and they used to call our reps throughout you know the year for you know uh, to their offices we thought that this time you know because we are building a solution we will get first only the premium customers and through our network of investors you know it took time you know uh, we started reaching out to likes of johnson and johnson himalaya dabar and the, the likes of seba med and it took around 4 to 6 months after starting the venture to get them on board as clients like it's b2b sales is a little hard especially if you are selling you know selling to tier 1 customers but if if they find enough value as as i said we had 1 million active mothers on our platform Uh, all ugc content so we were able to monetize through selling branded solutions to them so we could you know provide to johnson and johnson end to end marketing solutions on baby gogo correct yeah so you know i want to talk about the podcast uh, which you started uh, uh, you know a couple of months back and um, you got some some world class entrepreneur uh, uh, vcs from safe uh, 
investments and uh, you know uh, rajul garg and there's a lot of other investors how did you get these investors on your on your podcast did you have some sort of relationship with them so uh, before starting a podcast i had a seven year entrepreneurial journey where right. i had pitched to almost around let's say 200 300 venture capitalists in india interesting i, I believe you know and only let's say a couple of them funded us most of them rejected us right but but when the exit happened uh, uh, we got seen in different light because if you are able to run return your investors money along with some decent profit to the investors right. uh, you you get a respect from the community right and uh, that's how you know when i reached out to these investors again hey you know in a previous avatar i was asking you for funding now i am asking you only for one hour of your time so they, right. they were very you know happy to give me that time for the podcast correct and um, you know how, what were your learnings from the show because you you want to learn about about uh, how to raise funding so so um, what what would be your learnings to budding entrepreneurs who are looking to invest and who have who find it really fascinating that you know big uh, uh, startups like flipkart and oyos have raised uh, you know that kind of funding What, uh, do you think it's it's the team or uh, the idea or the market which lets a vc uh, or decide you know whether they want to go ahead and uh, uh, you know put lots of funding into a startup so ideally you know from my learnings what i would on- encourage entrepreneurs is not try to bucket each venture into you know the vc mode the venture okay. capital mode because uh, there is a lot of risk on that mode because see a, a venture capital a business model uh, is built to grow at extreme pace like it's a rocket ship right. and if it's not going at a like a rocket ship a venture capital is, uh, is ready to you know part away with that venture because right. he is looking to let's say return 3x of his money within 7 years or 5 years to his limited partners because it's not his money and it can right. only be returned you know if let's say if a venture capital has a portfolio of 12 ventures in 5 6 years right. one one when one uh, investment of his has to become at least 500 million to a billion dollars in value right to provide uh, one if one investment provides a 100x exit to him the rest provides you know maybe fail or provide a partial exit that's is fine so what the vc does is wherever he invests he sees that this venture will keep on raising funds and will grow like a rocket like the pace the pace at which it will grow it will be like a rocket ship so right. so entrepreneurs have to be careful first you know my uh, advice or you can say my from my experience that right. not not every business is vc fundable though it looks sexy from the outside uh, the internal pressures are very different for example even flipkart founders they build the greatest venture let's say in the indian startup ecosystem in the last 10 12 years but Correct. because uh, there was uh, not a healthy investor founder relationship the founders had to exit the venture right and that's a very painful thing so and i would say you know there are many ventures today which have raised zero vc dollars uh, for, for example uh, uh, zoho zoho yes zoho is a great example for that and and they have peaked right it it takes more amount of time but you learn to be frugal and 
you can have your own advisory board or board of directors but but you will you will not be uh, you know required to accelerate at a speed at which you can't control the ship right thanks so first is that and if you recognize that you have to be self aware to you know not go on the sexy path and try to build out the hard way and if you recognize right. yeah this kind of businesses which i am building for uh, you know it requires vc money so first you have to you know build out for a large market because only a large market can give out a sizable return which is a, in terms of you know a billion dollar return to a vc right. small markets give small returns for example right. if you build for only 5 500 let's say example if you are only building for uh, elderly people in elderly care home how many elderly care homes do you think in india that's a small market i don't say right. that can't be a profitable venture but that's not a venture vc business so you have to first identify a large a very large market and once you have identified a large market where you want to and it cannot come at first instance you have to keep on you know iterating understanding different markets till till you find a hook and then find a a very different point of view to solve a problem in a market right it cannot be that say hey uh, there is another venture which is operating in this market and i'll build a solution which is 50% or 100% better than them right incremental value doesn't differentiate in a vc business so you have to build out something where you have a very unique point of view and in that venture if you put in money because right. you are solving a customer pain point very differently or in a 10x you know better manner so you can acquire customer very fast by using money of a vc and then you know start monetizing that venture and keep on raising vc money till you become you know the only largest player in that market because what we have seen is in in talk about e-commerce there's right. not much space for second or third player right only right. you know we have seen snap deal go through various phases you know shop clues going through various phases and this is the largest market in india if you see in terms of right. so that's a very risky business for all entrepreneurs listening to this if you decide to you know think that this can be a vc business because you have to be a number one player in your venture and if you are lucky let's say if you are not if you are lucky in terms of you know if you are number 2 or number 3 uh, you might get an exit from your venture uh, but exit if even if you get you know money uh, uh you know as an entrepreneur you make money for yourself for your vc it's a difficult process because you treat your venture as a baby and you are putting your 24 hours into it so starting away is a difficult process it's right all the entrepreneurs i have interacted with right from kunal shah to those who have sold their ventures for even hundreds of millions of dollars after just after selling the venture the next one or two years they have spent in depression so oh, sir okay <laughs> yeah it's, it's difficult because you know you you spend your 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 sweat and your blood into 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 your startup um uh, uh, but interestingly you know i, I you you still a co-founder at shiros now, yes. how, how do you get the time to spend uh, on the podcast and and to interview other people uh, how do you how do you manage it along with your along so, with your day job uh, i started as a weekend you know uh, activity okay so for example if i'm traveling for business to mumbai so i'll extend my trip by a day on the weekend and meet few vcs on the weekend and record podcast in their office 
Oh, very interesting. Or, okay. or on Zoom, you know, whatever is feasible. Right. And Correct. Edit the podcast or get it edited by a good freelancing team on the weekends and publish it one per week. So it was doable. I would not say it was not doable. Just that it's difficult to build consistency because sometimes you are so bogged up by your daily routine that you don't find time for it. But right. yeah, that's what I have been trying to ensure that till now I have been doing it for last 37 weeks, I think. Oh, very nice. So you've already pushed out 37. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Podcast. Yes. Got it. And uh, this is for, for budding uh, podcasters and, uh, uh, you know, uh, listeners who want to create their own podcast. What are the best podcast investments, you know, they should, should they should look into, into buying so that uh, they can create high quality content? So I can tell that, you know, I bought a SoundCloud uh, maker studio, which is around 10,000 rupees a year to host okay. my all files. And then I used blue mics. There's a blue Yeti mic, which I use at both the ends for a speaker as well as for the guest if I'm doing it in person. And okay. uh, I, uh, I get it edited externally because, you know, I find that uh, editing myself is a very time consuming job and uh, let it leave to the professionals for editing audio because uh, you know, people are, people are expectations a lot if they're listening to our podcast, so they can't expect a shallow quality podcast, the audio quality and that could be really high. And uh, you know, these are the monetary investments, which I said, the other part which requires time is doing a lot of research about your guests before, because you cannot say, Hey, uh, I asked him same type of questions to every guest. So you have to, you know, go go deeper than their LinkedIn profile. Right. Interesting. And, uh, you know, how, how do you syndicate your content across, uh, across different channels? I I see that you, uh, you also publishing your content on your story. So how did, how did that collaboration happen? So, so what happened is I have been friends with, uh, you know, uh, uh, different VCs and eco- in the ecosystem, because I said, you know, of the podcast right. and my entrepreneurial journey. So one of right. the investors, you know, said, Hey, Siddharth, uh, can you, uh, you know, collaborate with my team, which was his PR team and get the podcast published in your story. Okay. And uh, so I, I didn't, uh, let's say I didn't do any work there. Like they just collaborated, whatever the PR team required, I did that. And your story really liked the content of it. For okay. so after okay. publishing it once, it, it got I think viral. And then they they asked me, you know, can they publish all of my podcast as articles from the podcast? And all I said, sure, why not? My goal is not to own the content, but to benefit as many entrepreneurs as possible through what I'm able to produce. Oh, interesting. And have you started monetizing the podcast? So I have got a few inbound uh, uh, conversations, which have led to uh, conversations uh, like conversions where few startup brands, and I cannot share the uh, the number of dollars uh, which are exchanged, but yes, (laughs) I give them a one minute shout out at the beginning of the podcast. Okay. And these are usually consumer brands. Okay. So like a, like a sponsorship role, uh, at the, at the start of the podcast. Yes. Yes. So these are all inbound because what, what I think, uh, 
uh, is the content quality is very high and the kind of speakers are very unique correct it's difficult to get the time time of a venture capitalist right absolutely correct and uh, you know i i um, also you know uh, so one of the tweets where you 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 talked about angel investing and and you know uh, where where you talk about that you should be more consistent in in angel investing like looking at uh, since it's such a risky uh, asset class uh, you 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 suggest uh, you know investing one uh, angel investing a year and then you know scaled up once once you have more than 10 investments so so i wanted to know your thoughts about about what sort of investments uh you know if you have done uh, angel investing and uh, you know uh, you know what if people would want to get into angel investing what is the what are the best platform platforms in india and how do they go about uh you know putting out their capital uh, to uh, to the best use so i think uh, let's say if you want to become an angel investor park you know that part of your money which you can't if even if you lose Right. You won't leave, uh, you know, lose your sleep over it, right? Because startups is a very risky business. Those who choose to pursue the investment path, because once you are in fundraise, then you have to be constantly raising funds. It's not Correct. like once you raise the funds and that's end you become profitable. That doesn't happen. Really, right. one or two ventures happen, but so you have to realize that you know, ten out of ten investments, uh, two or three of your Are going to be breakthrough if you, even if you are careful, and if you are lucky, the race it will return your money. And these investments will say your money would be blocked for the next eight to ten years. So you have to realize that there is no quick exit in this business. Right. Uh, the second part is that uh, because initially those people who have made wealth and startups are for being talked about. Angel investing looks sexy, but. Right. if you are not a conscious investor uh, what will happen is you will ache the entrepreneur head out because you will continue to ask questions every month hey why is the venture not progressing and you will be paranoid because of your the fear of losing money so i would say you know keep those fears aside take a very conscious call let's say if you want to invest in startup and typically invest in one startup per year evaluate around 20 30 or more whatever deal flow you can generate for yourself right start networking with other angel investors if you don't have a network in my case i already had a network with uh, and uh, do one deal a year initially and slowly and steadily as you start understanding the market then scale up your investments after 2 3 years when you have known startup ecosystem more deeply so i would say in a in a 10 5 or 10 year time frame of frame you would have around you know if you are consistent 20 30 investments <coughs> correct and and uh, do you do you invest through a platform or or do you usually get the deal so and invest with your uh, with others in your network by do it others with my network or you know if the deal is available on platform like angel list i do there current current and uh, uh 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 you as an angel investor you know what do you what do you look for an entrepreneur and or do you look for some sort of attraction before investing into them first of all i i look for whether it's a very large market or not because uh, you know 
as an angel investor for me is a financial decision ultimately you know so i'm putting Correct. in money <coughs> besides supporting the entrepreneur i like to get my money back with a return right so if the entrepreneur has raised money from angels the exit will only happen in most cases through secondary which means the vc buying out uh, series a series b investors buying out the angels and for right. that as i told earlier if you choose to build a vc business the market has to be really large in the second part which i look at after you know verifying that if the market is large enough that is the entrepreneur solving a problem in in that market with a unique perspective it's not like you know a, a, again a copycat because hey this is a very sexy market to be in like let's say e-commerce was 5 years ago let's build right. something in e-commerce if you have a very specific view point you know uh, about customers in your market and the third part is an obsession for solving problem rather than raising money so these should be you know secondary on the mind of an entrepreneur the first thing which builds a venture which scales a venture is obsession for a customer you know how i am solving for a problem for a customer my customer and if if that i find in an entrepreneur you know i would definitely love to talk to him correct and uh, is there any favorite uh, venture capitalist or a ceo that whom you uh, whom you follow or would want to emulate no so i i think you know i learn from everybody because i do podcast with everyone i learn from right. everyone but uh, i i think because my journey is unique i don't want to i cannot be emulated that would be foolish of me i will right. find through my own set of mistakes and learnings and successes be a unique person rather than you know trying to be like somebody trust me uh, i quickly want to do the top 3 uh, what's your favorite business book so my first favorite business book is atomic habits by james clear it's around building a habit for your positive habits for yourself the second book which i have uh, read recently is indestructible by neer ayal who is the author of book called hooked and the third book is you know which i use in business as a personal life is a book called autobiography of a yogi which is by yeah. paramhans yoganand correct we we had james clear from atomic habits on uh, on license mastery podcast uh, so that's that's also one of my favorite books uh, uh, you know if you could go back in time when you started working on on baby gogo or, or or the other starters what is the one thing you would have focused on i think uh, evaluated market very deeply before jumping into it they say spend 6 6 months to 1 year time just observing the market talking to customers before starting it because once you start in a venture then you have to do other way around once you build you fail then you observe the market then you again build right so you could right. save your building time via that correct and do you have any favorite online tool for example gmail or slack so what i use uh, very often uh, uh, is a tool called you know uh, it's called screen uh, screener and is for noting down my thoughts you know throughout the day or making notes because microsoft word is really you know time taking to open the application time taken to close the application application closes i think noting down my thoughts throughout the day is really helpful for me it's called screen winner is it yeah 
Correct. We'll, we'll put that in the show notes. Uh, what is the best way people can reach out to you and get to know more about um, 100X Entrepreneur Podcast? So just Google 100X Entrepreneur. You know, you will find the podcast link. Start hearing it. And if you have any feedback for me, you can drop me a LinkedIn message. You know, you can share my LinkedIn profile. When you publish the podcast, give a link to it. And yeah, I'm best available on LinkedIn. Or even Twitter. Right. Correct. Yeah, we'll put that in the in the show notes. Uh, thank you so much for coming onto the show and and sharing your thoughts. Uh, I really appreciate speaking to you. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Life Self Mastery Podcast, where we teach you how to start and grow your online business. For more information, visit Rohit's blog at www.lifeselfmastery.com.